Hey, moms in business, welcome to the podcast that educates, encourages, and empowers women. I'm your host, Angela Fazio, and I'm committed to bringing you great business information, amazing guests, inspiration, and a godly perspective. Let's get started. Today's episode is brought to you by The Forum Coworking and Events in Chandler, Arizona. It's a great co-work space where people can meet clients, conduct business, um, have private events, or just have fun. It's also sponsored by East Valley Connect Facebook Group. It's connecting Phoenix East Valley community and local businesses. Hello, everyone. Today's guest is Kaylin Lipscomb. And she is part owner of a salon locally here. Very successful. What a businesswoman. You're just going to enjoy um, hearing her story and about how this successful salon um, got started. So let's start the conversation. Hi, Kaylin. Thanks so much for being here today. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk about your businesses. You've got two really great businesses. Yes, they're both very fun. Mm -hmm. But before we go there, let's talk about your kids because this is Hey Moms in Business. So tell us about. Okay, I have a 12-year-old daughter in junior high this year, and she's awesome and a good kid. She's got that teenager attitude right now, but she's still pretty good. And then I have a 10-year-old son who is in fourth grade, um, very into sports. He's my little troublemaker, but it's he's a good boy too, so it's fun. And what are their names? Uh, Elise is my daughter, and Riker is my son. Riker. Okay. Yes. So I used to be a school teacher, and a hundred years ago, and <laughs> fourth grade was my favorite because they start like the kids started to get a sense of humor. Oh yes. And they started to understand sarcasm, which oh, is so yes. fun. Which he's is so definitely fun. a show off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have one of those for sure. My my eight year old, he's I and I love him, but he's a little asshole right now. Oh, I can yes. His teacher does not like him that much this year, just because he's hard. Um, he's hard, but he just show, he's like the class clown, so, so he likes mine. to goof off a mm-hmm. lot. So that's this is the first year we've had to deal with a teacher not really liking him, yeah. or having issues with him. But it's one year, so I just keep begging him to make it through. I say to Bentley all the time, I'm like Bentley. You're like this amazing kid one day. One day. Yes, one day. (laughs) He is. He's going to be a great kid right now. He just thinks that he needs attention any way Mm -hmm. that he can get it. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's been doing flips off his chair in class. He will, he's hopped over my neighbor's wall to show off to grab a ball for one of the boys. Just little troubles like that. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I guess it's just part of being a kid. Sure, sure. And that makes me feel like... Human. Thank you very much for that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, how about you? Do you ever like see your phone and the kid's school pops up and you're like, oh man. (laughs) Yes. With Riker. Yes. My daughter has had teachers email us. Actually, it was like the best, one of the best feelings. Um, She had her social studies teacher email us about how she's one of the most wonderful students he's ever had, that we're doing a great job raising her. And Ryan and I are just kind of like... Same parents, different kids. (laughs) She could be raised by wolves and she would come out exactly how she is. Like she's 100% just herself. That's awesome. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. 12 is is an interesting age. I have a 12-year-old daughter as well. Oh, gosh. And she's amazing. Like she's a great human being. Yes, Girls are just But not in the morning. Oh, (laughs) my daughter's a morning person. My son, I have to drag out by his feet, but she, yeah, it's, it's just the difference, the attitude, Uh all the questions they hear at school, what's this, what's that? And you're just like, oh gosh. I say my, I say to my husband in the morning, remind me 
that she's not like that. It's just she's not a morning person because I'm such a morning person. Me too. So anyway, <laughs> that, that's good about your kids. Okay, so let's jump in. We're going to jump all around just so you know. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I want to hear about your two businesses. Okay. Your salon that you own. Co-own, yes. Co-own. Yes. Yes, and also your individual business that you do out of that salon. Okay. Um, I've been doing aesthetics for almost 16 years. Um, I didn't want to go to college, and I kind of just fell into this. My aunt went to school for aesthetics, but I don't think she ever even used it. But I went in and kind of fell in love with it and thought this would be really fun, like a fun job, I guess, is what I wanted. And um, I remember my dad did not want me to do it, and I – Why do you think not? Um, I, he, my dad didn't go to college. My mom didn't go to college and I was the oldest. So he, it was like his life mission. Like you're going to go to college. We never got this opportunity. You know, we can help you with this. And, um, I remember taking him to tour the school and he was like, no way. And I, I think I was working at Einstein bagels as in high school, like just out of high school. And I told him then I'm going to work at Einstein bagels for the rest of my life. (laughs) So I think I broke him down and he (laughs) ended up doing it, which, um, now it's so funny because he's like so stoked and he gets so excited to talk about um, my business and kind of how far it's come. And um, we, I mean, I've worked horrible jobs. I've worked awesome jobs. Um, you kind of take from all of it. And then um, when we moved back to Phoenix, we were in uh, Vegas for a couple of years. Uh, I had to start all over and build my clientele again. And um Built that after a few years, and then my husband was in college, and I told him, like, I want to rent. I want to start my own for the skin bar, and if I don't make it, I'm going to be paying to go to work. And uh, he is a huge reason, too. I have a really good partner in life, and he kind of has never told me no, and so he, we just do, did it. And so it the first, I think I cried every week for the first year, every week. I believe you. It's it is so, so hard. Hard, yes, but it's, it's so the hard. best thing I've ever done. Like I could never go back. I love it so much. So a couple of things that's really interesting, and I'm going to make a confession. Confession from Angela. <laughs> I grew up, and in my stupid mind, in my small little narrow mind, I <laughs> thought everyone should go to college, because I wanted to go to college, and I was so excited about the whole experience of it, and I was such like a school nerd, and that's I awesome. wanted I wanted that so bad for myself, and I didn't understand why somebody wouldn't go to college. Like, what are you going to do if you don't go to college? And so I met my husband, who is the smartest man I have ever met, and he didn't go to college. And we ended up in the same spot in life. And That's I thought, awesome. I, I thank God that he showed me that. Um, one of my many blessings with my husband, to shut my stupid, small-minded mentality about there's only one way to success. That was the most embarrassingly ridiculous thing I ever thought. I feel like a lot of people think that. And I do feel like it's cool to come across somebody, especially like for you with your husband, like that just show you the world in a different light sometimes. And uh, I mean, I I didn't go to college and I still feel like I want my kids to go to college kind of, but I, I will support them if they don't too. I have a lot of college students that go through it and they don't even use their degree or it's they don't a lot know of what money. they want. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So, I mean, we my husband went to college later in life and so... It's a lot of money. <laughs> I think if you want to go to college or you want to pursue a career, like I have six kids. My first two, uh, it just wasn't for them. Mm-hmm. And my third, he wants to be an engineer and he's so into it. So Love if that. he's into it and he loves it and you need that for your career path, yes, great. Go. And if not, do something you love. Do something you're passionate about. Yes, I love. See, and I, uh, engineering is so cool too. If you're passionate about it, just go run with it. Uh-huh. Like, who cares? You we know, we need just... people to be passionate about engineering. I will not be one of them. Yes, 
I think it, yeah, I college is for some and not for everybody. I love that um, that you pursued and went against the grain. And look where you're at. You have an amazing, bu- your business is amazing. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. We, uh, it was a scary time <laughs> for sure, but it's all thankfully kind of just gone good when Brittany and I, um, I have met Brittany through my sister. She's one of my sister's best friends and we rented at the same studio and I, she wanted to open a salon and I had kind of never thought about it. And then we were kind of talking about it. And at the time, she was thinking about opening a salon with her sister-in-law. And then I ha- and then uh, I had found this listing in downtown Gilbert. It was like the last listing on the last page of LoopNet. And um, it was so cheap. And we got so lucky because we were kind of like, oh, my gosh, this is going to blow up down here. I think Postino's had just gone in, and it was just kind of getting like a buzz down there. So um, I called her, and we were, you know, we're getting this, we're getting this. Like there, It wasn't even an option. And the realtor wouldn't show it to us. Um, he Darn said, realtors, they oh, stink. You guys. <laughs> he wouldn't, though. He kept saying, you can't put water. There's no running water. We, My dad was like, you can put running water anywhere. Like, you could tap in. There's, you know, a, a bunch of stuff. And um, so we ended up finding the owner, tracking him down. He lived in Chicago. And no way. we sat on the internet forever to find this guy. And I called him. And I was like, listen, like, we're trying to see your spot. This guy won't show it to us. And he... Ended up negotiating with us, and that realtor, I don't, still don't know. He still did not like us for some reason. If you think about it, though, that um, previous owner, if they have any idea what they did. Oh, my gosh, I know. <laughs> he wasn't even here, so Oops. he didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, and it was, like, this card shop with, like, office floors and, like, roll, you know, the rubber baseboards. I mean, we demolished the whole thing, cut the ceiling out. Um, Your place is so cute. Oh, thanks. We yeah. had – it was kind of cool. My, my whole family, Brittany's whole family, like – they all came in. We ripped up the floors together. Um, my mom stained all the doors in my spot. Like we just, that's we didn't cool. have a contractor. We had a budget and we just, I, I think that's the first time I experienced panic attacks. <laughs> well, let's go back. That. Let's go back. Cause I heard three things that you said. First of all, you had to build a clientele when you were in Vegas. Then you left that clientele, had to build a clientele again here yes. in, in Gilbert. Yes. And then, then you said, I cried every week for a year that's no joke by the way when you open up a new business no it's so stinking hard it's like the hardest thing I've ever done and the most rewarding so let's start with because people out there don't understand the um, massive action you have to take to build a clientele in any business whether it be real estate or a salon or anytime you have clients or you need to sell something you have to build clientele so how did you do that not once but twice Oh, I, um, I'm, I don't know. I feel like I just put stuff on Facebook. I like marketed myself constantly. I, uh, started a group on when I first, uh, did my business. I talked to everybody. I, we worked in this huge rental salon and, um, a lot of people would just kind of stay in their rooms and I would walk around the whole building. Every time I didn't have me, I would sit in every salon girl's room. I would talk to them. I would get to know them. I, so that way when their clients are there, they'd be like, Oh, I have this girl down the hall that, you know, she waxes or she has facials or she does whatever. And I will say like all the hair girls, I built so much of my clientele off of them because I just went around and just, you know, would plop in their chair and be like, Oh, you know, Hey, like whatever. I would wax them for free. I would do like treatments for nothing for them. And, um, so that, you know, if their skin was red and their clients were like, what, you know, Oh, I got this peel down the, you know, this girl. And so I just, every, I would literally pray or put it in the universe like if I can just get like 10 clients this week like please like anything and um 
every time I put it out there, I swear you just get it, but you just don't stop creating and thinking. And there's a hundred other estheticians, thousands of estheticians around me. So what sets me apart from them? Relationship so a, building. Yes. And yeah. relationship building is so important. I'm, I heard a couple things because I know sales really well. Yeah. And relationships and building relationships, number one thing to do when you're building any any client-based business or any sales business is people need to know you and you need to know them. And you obviously did that well. And the second thing you said is um, you talked about, I have this intention to get so many clients. So the brain is super powerful and so is God, mm -hmm. right? So you add the power of focusing on a goal with prayer to the Lord for it. I mean, it, it is incredible. It is. It really, I literally, I can't tell you how much it worked for me. Yeah, absolutely. So you've got to keep your mindset strong. And, and the other thing I heard you say was um, you weren't afraid to like invest and you invested in this way. Oh, let me show you how good I am. I'm going to do a peel on your face. You're going to look amazing. Yes. Right. Or I'm going to wax those eyebrows because you need it. Right. Yes. And then when everyone says how good it looks, you can say it was me. Mm -hmm. That's so wise. Groupon. So people say don't use Groupon. What? If you're trying to get started, stuff like that works. You're taking a sacrifice in the short run. Absolutely. For, for a, a long, long term. term. Right. Yes. I mean, they can network out to so many more people than I could have at that time by myself. And I feel like for Groupon, I, it's hard because I feel like when I got into it, it was so <laughs> long ago, they were just starting to put beauty uh, stuff on there. So I feel like I got in at a good time because, mm -hmm. um, now it's, there's it's everywhere. It's everywhere mm -hmm. and everybody has it. And so, but like I said, they network to a much more vast, uh, audience, I guess, than I could ever do For on sure. just Facebook or uh, Instagram by myself. So. That's one thing I think business owners, they totally miss the boat that it, short term um, sacrifice or investment. Mm -hmm. And it really is short term. I mean, if it doesn't feel short term. No, it feels it very, very long. But if you spend the time to build the relationships and the foundation for your business right from the start, and you keep that up on a consistent basis, it blesses you for the rest of your business career. Oh, yes. As long as you stay humble, which you are so humble. Oh, it's cute. It's so cute. nice. <laughs> um, I, can, I can smell ego a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell it. Um, and, and you said something when we were talking on the phone. You said it's, it's it, when you want to, if you're thinking of getting your own business or building your own business, what you have to think is it's an all-day, everyday commitment. Be sure it's what you want. What did you mean by that? Well, I feel like, uh, I love, I love what I do so much. So it's like a bait, it's my baby, honestly. And if I'm, it, this is time I'm spending away from my husband, from my friends, from my kids. Um, I've missed games and I've missed field trips and everything. So if this isn't something that I'm enjoying, it's not worth the sacrifices. Um, but this is something I'm trying to build, you know, for, for my family. I don't know. I like the time that you spend away from your kids, I feel like should be something that you believe in or that you love or else, you know, it just would, it just will drown you. I feel like if not. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I love my kids, but I do not have mom guilt for working <laughs> my butt off to build a life for them Yes, where they can have opportunity and they can see an example of, cause I work with my husband 24 right, seven, right. see the example of a man and a woman who are so in love and do everything together and then go have dates. Yes. So I, every once in a while, I will have like this little whisper in my ear of mom guilt. And I'm like, Nope, get out of my ear. You know what? Everybody has their own path and I am not going to be sucked into somebody else's vision of what it is to be a working mom. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, absolutely. I feel like there's a lot of still in this day, like 
it's kind of like the working moms and the stay-at-home moms, and I feel like there should not be a battle against us. I feel like it seems like such a competition, and we're all just raising our kids, you know, right. for the, our the own way. The way that we want to do yes, it. Yes, and both can be healthy, and both can be awesome. And Absolutely. I don't think there's a right way whatsoever. In fact, I thought I was going to be a stay-at-home mom, which if, I, if anybody who knows me now hears that, they're like, what? <laughs> you <laughs> thought you would be a stay-at-home mom? And I... I got a hand it to stay-at-home moms. I, I went batshit crazy the first one year or whatever that oh, I tried yeah. to stay home with one of my kids. I went crazy. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do it. It takes a special person to be able to do that and, and be around kids all day long. Oh, yeah, And absolutely. I was a school teacher, so I thought I was going to homeschool, and I was going to, like, make baby food, and I was going to do arts <laughs> and crafts, and I was going to be, like, this amazing mother. I mean, I am an amazing mother, but not the way that I thought I was going to be right. whatsoever. right. My kids are all right, I think. <laughs> We're hoping. Crossing our fingers. <laughs> For sure. So let's talk about, for those out there who maybe are struggling or want to hear the truth about building a business, let's talk about mistakes. Ugh. God, I've made so many mistakes. Same. I, uh, I feel like ev- it, there's just such a learning curve. So I feel like for the first few years, you just have to not beat yourself up about it. I spent... So much money, um, not researching the right wholesale places to buy from or um, my taxes. Oh, my gosh. Like, I feel like organizing all your expenses and your write-offs and my CPA is awesome. Like, I feel like she saves me a lot of stress. Um, That was something I, you know, didn't know. Uh, I feel like just I'm not organized. I feel like I just kind of, I don't know. I guess that's probably why I couldn't go to college. I feel like I just like to learn mistakes the hard way, I guess, you know, so I do, don't beat yourself up. Um, you learn everything as you go. And so you just have to kind of go with it and just know, well, that sucked, but next year will be different. Yeah. Yeah. You you can't avoid mistakes, but I tell, I tell you what, I wish somebody would have told me a few things at the beginning. And I don't know if I would have listened, but I wish a couple people would have said, Hey, listen, you need to go seek out people who are smarter than you, better than you that have done it before. Yes. And we really didn't do that. I mean, we've been blessed. Don't get me wrong. We, we own a bunch of businesses and I'm, I'm blessed. It's stupid. But um, we, in 2016, reached out to the Dave Ramsey organization. And, and people, if, if you listen a lot to me, I love that organization. It's not just financial peace. It's for business owners. It's for small businesses and big businesses and whatever. And they have a, a all these programs called Entre Leadership, Entre Leadership Summit, Master Series. And the year that we went in 2016, and we'd been running our business for over 10 years by right. then, we left this conference, this first conference, and Chuck and I looked at each other and we were like, oh my God, we don't know anything. This is awesome. Because <laughs> we had built a great business. Yes. But after that, it exploded because you've got to surround yourself with people who just know more, who can shorten your learning curve. Yes, and I feel like a lot of people going into business nowadays, it's in, it's such a cool time because there's so many outlets to learn. Like, if you can't afford to go to something, you have podcasts. You have yep. everything at your hands where even just, like, five or six years ago, that w- didn't even really exist, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like there's no excuse. Like, exactly. if you don't have the money, well there's podcasts, there's everything to reach out. There's I had no mentorship when I went out on my own, and that is definitely something I wish I would have had as well, so... That's probably why I had so many mistakes. Well, great news is is the the Forum Business School, which is ramping up right now, has a ton of practical business training for cheap. 
Oh, it's awesome. It's so awesome. <laughs> we want to help local businesses. We just love the entrepreneurial spirit. We love to see people succeed. And one of the things that struck me about our conversation is, um, uh, Kaylin, you said, I love where I work for one of the reasons. You said lots of reasons. But one of them, you're like, I can be myself. I can dress how I want. I can have tattoos if I want them. I can wear my hair the way I want it. Oh, and yes. I can be fully me and do what I love. And I totally, that resonated with me because I feel the same way. Yes. Like, I feel like I can be totally me. I'm a very strong, independent woman. I love to get crap done. I'm very driven. And I feel like I can be all of those things in my business. That's, I feel like, so important, too. We have, uh, so a lot of girls come in to get their hair done at my salon, and they'll, they won't even be able to color their hair a certain way because of where they work. the work. And I just feel like that's so, I feel like I would just feel so caged, Um there are days where I'm like, oh, sometimes I just wish I rented my room again and I can just go in and I don't have to deal with, you know, the sink backing up or somebody locked themselves out or, you know, whatever we need to fill our chairs or whatever the stress is. But sometimes I'll just walk through where we where our business is and I just feel like this overwhelming, like I'm so this is like I can't I couldn't I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Like I feel so Gratitude. grateful. Yeah. Everyone around us in our area is they're all small business or we're all just working to kind of do our own thing. And so our, not even just the salon, but all the surrounding things around us is just such a cool feeling. That is cool. Yeah. I say if you have God gave work as a gift, yes. it really is. Now we have to grind all the days of your life. It's, it's hard. You can't have that gift and that gratefulness for something that you've built. That's fantastic. That glorifies God without the grind. Yes. They go together and you can't have one without the other. Yes. But you're right. When you just get through something, a, a big struggle, and we we struggle just like you do with people and <laughs> those people suck, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're hard. And, and just trying to make everything work and keep things fixed and keep pushing forward. But I am so grateful. I'm so grateful. Yes. I love it. It's a, it's kind of a thrilling feeling. It, it is really, really is. Cool. It's so worth it. Guys, if you are out there and you want to start a business, um, be passionate. If you're Do passionate it. and you're not a weenie, cause you cannot be a you weenie can't. You can't. at all. And if you're willing to really grind the gratitude on the other side of it is fantastic. Oh yeah. So good. What advice would you give somebody who is thinking of either they're thinking of opening a business or they're in that first part. That's really, really painful. Oh, just keep going. I feel like you're going to struggle and that's normal. I feel like people, um, I can see how people would get scared and jump out because I literally, like when I was told you I was crying my whole first year, I was like, oh, I need to go to school. I need to do something. This is because I feel like when you do have a business, it sometimes it'll feel like you're making pretty good money. But then when you look at your expenses, you're funneling so much of that money back into your business because you're trying to grow and grow and grow. Um, so you kind of have to spend the money to make the money, but I, so I feel like that's just, that can feel scary, but just don't give up, push yourself, give it time. Um, if you really love it, like I just, I feel like everybody can succeed. I just, I don't know. I don't, I guess. Well, if you're not a weenie, there's so, there's so many people who think it's going to be easy and, no. and there's an, every single business that's worth building that actually comes to a level of success. There's this point in time where you kind of um, you meet like this tipping point. You're like grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding and it can take years and it mostly does yes. take years. And then all of a sudden you get to the other side of, you're not, you're still grinding. You don't stop, but you kind of tip onto the other side and you look back and you go, wait, am I successful? Is this working? It's kind of fun when you see that. It, yes. Like I remember I woke up one day for one of our businesses. I'm like, Hey babe, I think, I think this is working. Like I think we're 
going to do this well. And that's a thrilling feeling when you just all of a sudden realize you're on the other side of it. Yes. And even just putting that positiveness out there, like just saying, like, I just feel like that's so important just to put your goals or your feelings out there. I feel like it literally does work. I know it sounds cheesy, but no, it's not. It's true. Yes. It's you intention. Just like, I can do that. You can, and you can do it. Everybody is capable of doing it. You just have to, like I said, just push through you can have times. yep. You can have one of two conversations with yourself at all times. It can be this is too hard. I can't do it. I need to jump out. No, every once in a while that's normal because that's human. You can have that constant conversation, or you can have I will succeed. I'm going to go get some more clients. I can do this. I am good at this. If anyone can succeed, it, it should be me. I will work hard enough. I, you can have one or two yes. of those conversations. My you daughter, have to choose which one. Yes, you do. And my daughter, it's so funny. I can't even remember who said this quote. I think it's. Uh, the guy that made the cars, but it's uh, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. You're tr- mm-hmm. It's true it's or true, whatever. Right. Yes. And so mm-hmm. my daughter, that's her favorite quote, which I think is so funny because I feel like it, that she's 12. You know what I mean? And that's with everything. That's with just life. You just have to, you know, have a positive outlook, I guess. It's One important. of my favorite quotes comes from um, a married couple, Rory and Stephanie Bullington, that I work with. And <laughs> because it speaks to um, like who you surround yourself with. Yes. And they said, don't argue with stupid people. They will drag you down to your to their level and beat you with experience. Yes. <laughs> so I always think about that. Like, who is around me? Are they speaking life and encouragement to me? Are they pushing me to be my best? Or are they trying to make give me excuses or pull me down or tell me that it just might not work? That is a hard decision, too. I feel like... Um I just, I feel like, like who you surround yourself is so important and you kind of growing up, you, I feel like you have people that you've just, you just grown up around and you, you don't need to listen to everybody's opinions or advice because they're not doing what you're doing. Like you just need to listen to yourself or have a mentor or friends that are in business, like positive things. I do feel like that is exactly like surrounding yourself is also important. How, how can people get a hold of you and tell, tell a couple of the kinds of services you do. And then how can people get a hold of you so that they can get your excellent services? Ooh, awesome. Um, I do everything from microneedling, dermaplaning. Um, I wax a lot. Um, I spray tan, um, just a little bit of everything kind of just like some fun stuff, tint eyebrows. Um, I am on Instagram at the and I love, I just opened online booking and it's kind of saved my life for me and my kids because my phone is not ringing all the time. So you can even just go on my Instagram and there's a book button. It will tell you all my services. It'll show you all my availability and, and you can kind of book that way. Yes. K-A-Y-L-Y-N-N. Yes. 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 Awesome. So, so you guys out there, she does excellent work. She has pretty skin. Oh, thanks. Are you judging <laughs> my skin right now? No. <laughs> Are you looking I, at my skin? <laughs> and um, please reach out to her. Look at her Instagram and um, support our local businesses. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Hey Moms in Business. Have a great day.